Coming up on this episode of The Break Room. That screwed everything up. She's so good. They're so good at choreography. Like there's, how many times do you think they had to do this take? You know how tired I'd be? One and done. They didn't even practice. Oh yeah, this is just not. <laughs> <laughs> they're actually freestyling. Oh, I think it's come up here. She's gonna do it soon. I wanna learn how to oh, do oh, it. Like she goes, oh, yeah! <laughs> yeah! Woo, woo, woo! She hit him in the head, dude. I know. She's got to get off this train. Oh. Girl. Oh, watch out. Oh, ah! oh no. I hate, it. I hate At it. least it was that way. And, but also, this girl can't catch a break. It's the same leg. Well, you don't jump onto a moving it's gonna train. It's going to happen That's why you don't do it. <laughs> you don't, you don't, you don't want to have your leg crushed by a train. Stay off the train. No, I got it. Okay. Go. Welcome back to The Break Room. This is Inside Marvel, New Rockstar's Marvel Reaction and After Show. I'm Jessica Clemens, and here with me today is my best friend in the entire universe, Brandon Berry. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to be here with you, Jessica. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I only let you in a couple days. <laughs> You're not potty trained yet. <laughs> it's true. I wear a diaper. <laughs> and of course, we're talking about Echo today because we don't know how everyone will be watching this show. This episode of Inside Marvel will cover the first three episodes of the series. Full disclosure, we got the episodes ahead of time and we've been itching to talk about them all with you. That's right. right. Just the first three episodes, though. We we haven't seen the last two yet. So uh, when we do that Thank inside you. Marvel, we'll be very fresh. But we have seen these three. We've been sitting on them. We've, we've been digesting them. We've been pushing them through our digestive Stop, track. okay, Jesus Christ. I'm hungry, I haven't had lunch yet. It, so you need to poop? <laughs> you gotta opposite. make room to have room, okay? You are the filthiest man I've ever met in my entire life. We all do it, folks. Oh, we all do it. I've never pooped in my life. I don't have a butthole. We will have some spoilers in this episode, so go watch the first three episodes or watch our summary and go into these episodes knowing a lot. We can't control your viewing habits, okay? We can't We can't tell you what to watch and what not to watch. It's true. Um, but I will jump through the TV and strangle you if you don't watch my breakdowns. <laughs> <laughs> our next episode of Inside Marvel will cover episodes four and five of the series, and that will come out tomorrow. By the end of all of this, we're gonna get into Echo's power the daredevil of it all, and whether or not Echo might sneakily be one of the most dangerous characters the MCU has to offer. I mean, she's she's bombing trains, she's a terrorist. I mean, she sent a bomb <laughs> sight unseen. We know trains often derail. That, that could have gone right. We don't know who's at the factory. And what if one of these, these henchmen brought their child to work that day? They get their baby in a baby Bjorn? Stop. Well, wait, standing on the the train. No one's in the actual train. Listen, train. this country doesn't have universal child care, okay? I if, hear even you. Even if you're a henchman, you got to bring your baby to work oh sometimes. Oh my God. If you're a henchman, you know what you're getting yourself into. Okay, but, but also, your baby didn't choose to be born into a henchman. family. This is, this is fall of the House of Usher rules where you knew what you signed up for. You're a baby. You're this. I'm a baby. I'm a baby. <laughs> <laughs> but also, sorry, just really quick. I didn't think about it until I said it out loud. Okay. I was like, oh my God, she did blow up a train yeah. into people. Yeah, she's got, she's making questionable she's almost, choices at this point in her life. Um, um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Thunderbolts, Johnny Mayonnaise. Uh, US agent? She's almost, with, I think she's up there with John US Walker? agent. John Walker? But first, uh, we're gonna do the quickest recap of the first three episodes you've ever seen in your life. Each of these episodes starts with flashbacks to Choctaw women, all Maya's ancestors, but we're going to save these for the end because they tie into our first uh, big discussion topic. We'll start with Maya's origin story, starting with her as a child in 2007. We meet her family and see how Maya tragically loses her mom and her leg after the brakes are cut in her car. What was that bird up to? 
I think the bird cut the. the oh, bird you think lines. the bird just turned into a shard into a child? Yeah, that little, that little woodpecker's up to something. I don't trust you. Oh uh, yeah, Woody. <laughs> this is also how Maya and her father William become tangled up with Kingpin, mm -hmm. as her grandmother Chula blames William for her daughter's death. But he's got a job with Wilson Fisk in the Big Apple, thanks to his brother Henry. <laughs> Nothing could go wrong. We get a series of scenes that's part of uh, that's part Hawkeye refresher while flashing out some of Maya and Fisk's relationship. Uh, one of the coolest being the long awaited Echo and Daredevil fight, which we get early on in the first episode. Mm -hmm. So great to see this. It's not only badass because it's Echo's first mission, but it's also reminiscent of the Netflix Daredevil series, visually from the long takes and handheld camera. It's also uh, what officially brings Echo into the fold with Kingpin. She's one of the only ones who could hold her own against the man without fear, mainly because she didn't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> she was, she was she improvised. Hey, hey, she improvised and she was good at it. I did, I love that no moment where there's like, they get into that like area that's fenced in and there's and like the, a table of guns and oh. she looks right at it and she's like, yeah, go get the table of guns. <laughs> I love that he was just kicking every single one because yeah. I was like, he hates guns, girl. I love he his little guns. sticks with the, with the, the string on them. I don't know what you call them. He's had them for a very long time. They didn't really, uh, but in the Netflix series, he was often using just the sticks. I I think it showed right? a little they bit. I think, they came, I think the cables especially showed in like the third season okay. when he went for like an upgrade. I don't upgrade. remember, that was so um, long ago. It's so long ago and it's so quick. In the third season, honestly, uh, Bullseye stole it from me. So. <laughs> I mean, the third season, uh, we're getting off the rails already. The third season of Daredevil, that ending when he's fighting Wilson Fisk. Oh my God, so he, good. Wilson Fisk breaks Bullseye's spine, oh, yeah. shatters brutal, it. Brutal. He fell for it. He was literally like, oh, this is the man that's gonna get me back on top. And then he breaks his <laughs> spine. But as we know, Maya turns on Kingpin because he was the one who wanted her father dead. And we pick up shortly after her shooting Fisk. She's wounded and returns to her childhood home in Tomahawk, Oklahoma. Mm. Have you been? I've never been. Oh my God, you're missing out. She goes to her uncle Henry wanting to send Fisk's man a message, if you catch my drift, but he refuses to help her because why would you ever yeah, help her I'm do this? Gonna, I, I got a good gig here. I own my skating rink. I'm making some kickback from Wilson Fisk. I'm not gonna. There's never been a time in the MCU when setting off major bombs ever went in a good direction. No, no, you know, Even when thing. Kingpin did it for Vanessa, it was like, oh, look at all the shit you have to clean up now. It did not work for you. Yeah. Regardless. So she takes matters into her own hands in episode to having her cousin Biscuits help her get materials for a bomb. Protect what? Biscuits at all costs. <laughs> Protect Biscuits at all costs. And also don't let him make a bomb. No. He's so sweet. And acting as her getaway driver as she pulls some pseudo Mission Impossible stunts and launches herself onto one of her uncle's trains which carries weapons to his men. Crazy. Who is she? <laughs> Who is this? This isn't Maya Ko from Hawkeye. <laughs> Maya Ko from Hawkeye was a normal fucking girl. She was just kicking it. She just was like, hey, I'm trying to avenge my dad, not trying to blow up a city. Regardless, she succeeds in planting her bomb, but her prosthetic leg gets stuck between two train cars in the most horrific second scene of someone's leg getting almost chopped off. <laughs> yeah. However, after seeing a vision of her ancestors, she's able to find the power to separate the train cars, allowing her to escape. Again, we are going to get into this. At the shipping depot, Fisk's goons open the trunk and bam, a huge explosion <laughs> sends Fisk's men flying. This poor white and black man just were like doing their jobs as drug They're people. just being henchmen. They're just being, oh, wait a minute. I told you, I, I already fought on the wrong side. I can't yeah. switch my team. You can't, you can't join team hench. I'm not, I don't want to be a hench. Good. I want to be a goon. Regardless, she goes to her grandfather's Scully shop who makes her a makeshift leg and urges her to reconnect with her grandmother, which she basically ignores. Yeah, she's, she's not here to hang out with family, okay? Yeah, she's, she's got a job to do. Hey, look here. I'm just trying to blow up New York City. <laughs> I'm trying to blow up the moon. When she, Henry, oh yeah, sorry. No, I was like, she's just crazy. She's, 
you know, she's she's angry. She's avenging her father. This is very fresh for her. It was only yeah, that's well, it was true. five months later, right? Okay, so it wait, wait now no well because no we we've jumped the time well, yeah after she shoots Fisk uh, she goes, oh yeah it's only five months it yes. says like five months and later. she's clearly just being chased throughout yeah, the city yeah she recently shot, was yeah. shot and so it's like she's just constantly being hunted like, she hasn't had that wound since New York no 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 that was a fresh wound no she's being chased that's why she had to leave New York yeah. and go to Oklahoma Oklahoma and when I say that I mean like no one ever wants to go back to their hometown no one wants to go like, you can't go home again oh in LA and I have to go back to Olympia Washington no. I'd be like no just kill me <laughs> well, when Henry finds out about this old Big Bang, he is understandably pissed at Maya, as he is and his associates are now on red alert. But what they didn't see coming was Henry's rude employee, Vicky, who, after tipping off Fizz's men, uh, two women kidnap Maya as she struggles with seeing visions of her ancestors. What a bad guy. What a bad employee this is. Trying to make a little scratch, impress a lady. I thought you were for a henchman. Uh, not no, he's not a henchman. He's a henchman. Okay, because he betrayed his boss. A true henchman he's, would not be. That's not his boss. boss, though. I don't think that's that's his he boss. He works for Henry. Cleaning skates, not doing deals. But he's deals. also he's in he's in he's in on it. He knows what's going on. You say he's doing cocaine? No, that's a mafioso oh. thing. It's also a cocaine thing. He's probably in both. <laughs> Henry, Maya, and eventually her cousin Bonnie are all held captive in the roller rink. Bonnie, who Maya used to regard as her sister, is understandably mad that Maya didn't contact her when coming back to town. But Maya's all business here. Okay? Yeah, she's she's all business. I love that moment of like. The dramatic irony of like, we know that she's locked in the room with Maya and you're just waiting for Bonnie to turn around. Uh, oh, my favorite part funny. was that they're both restrained so they can't sign yes, to each other. Yes, they can't sign to each other. <laughs> I was like, you just gotta look at each other. I do love Maya being like, what do you want me to do? I got, I got a lot to do right now. I, I don't have time for this. Oh my gosh, she does it twice. It's great. Vicky is double-crossed by Fisk's men, led by a very charismatic man named Zane, who I love. And as they search for Maya, she appears, makeshift gunned and arcade guns blazing. It's a terrific action sequence as she makes quick work of this man until they bring out Bonnie holding a gun to her head. That's how you get him every time. Maya and Henry surrender, but before Zane can kill them off, he's called off. Bonnie is sent home and the duo debrief with Henry saying he's on Maya's side. But there's only one person who could have called off Zane, and it's in the final moments of the episode that we get our confirmation that King is back, baby. Kingpin steps out from the shadows and we cut to black. Man, what a cliffhanger. Thank goodness we got uh, more episodes to watch now. I'm very yeah. excited. Uh, and we knew Kingpin was alive. I mean, come on. We all knew Kingpin was alive. I mean, that was the reveal at the end of the first episode. It was just the like IV his drop. patched up eye. And, the, <sighs> a bunch of shit came <sighs> out that he was gonna be alive. Plus the IV drip. Plus he was like in the credits. Uh, I mean, even after Hawkeye, we knew he wasn't dead. Yeah. Right? You, you, but can, you don't kill Kingpin like But that. I understand that where the writing is where it's like, yeah, you should believe a man that got shot yeah. in the face would die immediately. Yeah. I for loved, some reason, I, Kingpin doesn't. I love that moment when Zane's got him at gunpoint. He's about to shoot. And then the phone rings. And his ringtone that he's chosen for Wilson Fisk is in a New York minute, which was just like beautiful. In a New Ooh. York minute? Anything can change in a New York minute. Ooh. Fact check. I don't know if that's the title of the song. I though. think it's 38 it's special. It's seconds. It's Second Chance by 38 Special. Is it called Second Chance? Mm -hmm. I don't know what the song is called. My mom used to listen to it every day when she played on Sunday. Minute. Um, no, that song is perfect Ooh. for a crazy fucking person. But then it's also the allegory of like, it's a second chance. Yeah. You guys get a second chance to live. Also, technically, I'm not trying to be this person. I just like stirring up chaos. You see my shirt. I'm a crazy woman. Yeah. Um, we don't know if it's actually Fisk that calls. That's I true. Mean, we don't we know. We just who assume. Calls. I keep I'm on to the fact that I just really want to see Bullseye. 
And it, this is the bionic bullseye that we're okay. seeing. So this is actually bullseye. It's not um, Point Dexter or whatever the hell. This is actual bullseye. And if it's actual bullseye in the comics, bullseye is a looney tune. Sure. No, crazier than he was in the series. He's more like aligned with being normal crazy. It's weird. And I'm like, oh, I can see him now running people mm, and running okay. shit. I also think that Henry's actually a part of the Black Knife Cartel and didn't work directly for Fisk. He actually okay. worked for Zane. And that's why Zane was like, what's up, buddy? What's up, friend? What's up, buddy? What's up, buddy? Yeah, it was interesting. It did seem like Wilson Fisk has set up these companies throughout the country, right? And as the train goes through, people add their elements to yeah. it, right? It's not like the train started here and ends in New York. Mm -hmm. It was, because when he's talking with those people later, when Henry's talking to those other people, he's like, our part was cool. We're cool. We're good. We're all good. But it so was it your did sound car, like, was DX9 his car? Yeah, DX9 was his, and that was the one that went off. And he, that's why, but it, also what I respect about Henry is that he was like, it's not going to fall on you, it's going to fall on me. Right. And I was like, damn. That's a I good manager. Him. That's and, a good but manager. But I still feel, I don't know, I keep, maybe I just always want the most evil person to be the nicest one, or the mm. one that I'm most attractive to. <laughs> and so I want him to be bad. <laughs> I want him to be He's bad. probably still bad. Probably I think he bad. worked for, I genuinely think he works for Zane. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Let's get into it. So each of these episodes opens with a flashback to the Choctaw past, specifically following women who are Maya's direct ancestors. Episode one is the story of how the Choctaw people were created, featuring the first Choctaw Chaffa leading the people out of the cave. Episode two shows us a game of Choctaw stickball, or as it's known, uh, Ishtaboli, between the Choctaw and Cherokee, seemingly to settle a land dispute with a woman named Lowak, clinching the victory for the Choctaw. And episode three, of course, starts off with Tuklo, a daughter of the Light Horsemen, a tribal police force set up to protect the native nations. She saves her father and other Light Horsemen in a shootout. Each of these women in their time of need have a vision of a spiral, just like Echo when her leg is panned, it like kind of shows up on her hands there. Mm -hmm. Very cool. So my first question okay. for you, Brandon. <laughs> Great, hit me. What are Echo's newest powers? Uh, strength and power. Uh, I mean, like, this has kind of been like a large discussion point prior to the yeah. series, right, Jessica? Uh, the director, Sydney Freeland, she told Variety, quote, her power in the comic books is that she can copy anything, any movement, any whatever. I will say that is not her power. I'll just kind of leave it at that, end quote. Uh, but we're getting some teases here about what this new power might be. And maybe it's not so far off from her comic book character. Could it be that she's just like echoing the skills of her ancestors? Uh, I mean, like her grandfather or her grandma's ex-boyfriend, I guess is that what yeah, we'll describe Yeah, it's their boyfriend. Him? Yeah, they're dating. You know, he says like, you know, your grandma can trace our lin your lineage like all the way back to the Chaffa, right? So it's like, I think they're saying that like this specific line of Choctaw women has this kind of ancestral power, uh, which I think is like a theme in the MCU, right? Yeah. There is this idea of like family power, ancestral well, power. I think that's the, the thing is, it's more than just those generations that it went through because right. we have like a, a little girl, we have a woman that's playing stickball and then we have the first Chaffa. And I'm like, I don't think, I think it's a sp it's like the same thing with Miss Marvel. She had. I was thinking the same it. thing, right? Uh, maybe not mutant yet. Maybe because they don't want to talk about that yeah. anymore in the MCU. They're like, oh, we'll give it a second. And I don't know if you want to say her like ancestral power is a mutation. Yeah, like but I think it's mutation. something in her because I don't think Chola has ever shown any bit of like wanting to even use a power or doing it. And I don't think she does. From everything that I'm seeing from Chola, it seems like she's more invested in the community. Right. And she's one of those. Uh, there's an image really quick that they see in like the first episode where you see 
see them in their regalia, uh, like wardrobe and their robes. And I'm like, oh, she's one of the dancers. Like she's yeah. very invested in the community. And I don't think she really is like, I'm a superhero. She's and like, it might, well, it might be she, she had a moment in her youth where that power did come to fruition, but the choices she's made since then yeah. is to not be a warrior, but to be like, like you said, like a yeah. community member, like. I have two things. Okay. My first question, do you think it's her that's giving birth? Oh, that we, in the trailer, we've mm. seen scenes of like a woman giving birth. She's in the episodes too. I she thought comes, she was it's there. It's very quick. Yeah. It's very we've quick. seen the flashes of yes. it in the episodes. Mm -hmm. I, I thought, I took that to be the birth of Maya. Cause I thought Chula oh, was there in the mom? background, like helping. She, I think she looks too to much like, Chola, like a young Chola. Okay. And I thought so it was like, the mom but having it could Echo. Be. It could be. The or reason I'm Maya. asking <laughs> is also because in the third episode, they bring up how like, um, uh, Tuklo's uh, dad brings up how like, Oh, women are life bringers right. and we are, are not. Takers. Yeah, we're life takers. And um, they talk about in the Chacha like tradition how women are the essence of everything because they, all, they not only do they do agriculture, but they're giving birth to right, people yeah. and that's their power. And then the actual Chata like nation, they're like, no, women are superheroes in themselves. So I was like, what if she gave birth to the superhero gene oh, that is okay. her? Um, that's why I was like, ooh, it's probably Echo's mom that had it and she didn't really talk about it or do anything and it went down to Echo. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. just you, you kind of get into this uh, in the start of the breakdown, but what do you believe the spiral pattern might be? Is that like a traditional thing? I do. In the Choctaw, or is it? Is there? You think there's like a significance to that? Um. Yes and no. I think it is very traditional because they. It's just the Choctaw like designs. They have a lot of traditional designs, and the spirals are a big part of it because they, in some forms, they were saying this is the serpent from the underworld. Uh. They. they there's a lot of things that it can also mean. There's so many things because it's oral literature. Right. So right. Handed down. It, it, people change it a little bit. Um, but I think specifically this one that I acknowledge in my breakdown is that it's moving counterclockwise um, for the creator so that humans have that form of humility. So they're like, oh, we're doing this for our creator to show them that we are like, not lesser, but like we just, we're humans and that's our creator, that's God. And I think just that spiral is meaningful for that part because I think it's connect, I don't, I. Take this with a grain of salt. Okay. I think they're trying to t like remind us of Cohorty's episode of What If. Because okay. I think that's specifically why it's blue. I was trying to look up everything about like, oh, what would blue water, blue anything be reminiscent for the Choctaw people? And it was really hard to just find it. They just came from water. They came from clay. Um, and then that episode of Cohorty came out and I was like, oh, underground, this blue lagoon, this yeah, Found of you. when the show started, I was like, is this is trying it, to be that same well, lake? Or? There's a ton of, uh, it's there's so many different Native American tribes and they all have different origin or creation sure. stories, but a lot of them do come from like underground in a cave, they came up to earth. Uh, the Mohawks were like the only people that were like, oh, our person came from the sky and she brought her stuff from the sky. But uh, it's, it, again, oral literature changes over time, but it, a lot of them start from underground, they came right. out, got on earth and was like, I'm alive. <laughs> um, I love their origin stories. Their yeah. creation stories are beautiful. But I don't so, know. So what do you think these powers could be that oh. Echo has? I, well, it has to be the embodiment of just what her ancestors are good at. Right. I don't know what the first one is though. That's the problem. I like clearly um, from the second episode, it's like strength. She's like, I can yeah. lift a fucking train car right, right, right. and then uh the second of and the last episode i'm like oh she has the accuracy like the precision with yeah. any anything she's throwing yeah she, like anything anything projectile um but then i was like i don't know what it is with chaffa yeah what I is chaffa know. what are you pulling from chaffa or maybe it's know. like it sets the lineage and along the way you know these powerful women as 
society and culture evolves, you know, they have to get better and adapt to it. So yeah. each one pulls in what uh, what, yeah. what the woman before was able to do and like builds on it, right? Yeah, but I still don't know what it is. Because a piece of me was like, because, okay, so Chop is like the one of the first people from Under Earth. Mm-hmm. I'm still also just like, okay, so what? she she saved her people. Right. She saved her people. So I'm like, is she just a leader? A natural born leader? Yeah. Um, it's also, I was also thinking, what if she is the sapsucker, the woodpecker? Mm-hmm. If she like embodies it to send the messages out to actually alert people? Because it always seems like anytime someone gets that spiral and gets visions, it's hers the first one they see. I don't know if it's chronological or if she's just the one reaching out. Yeah. Ugh. I wonder too, is like, you know, is the sapsucker like a a warning or is it like this is supposed to happen? Like is as tragic as it is, is Maya's mother, is this, does this yeah. have to happen to Ugh. unlock? Stop. The few, you know, it's a, oh a thing, a, a terrible thing, but like without that moment happening, yeah. does it put Maya on a different path for good or, or bad? That's a great question. I want that answered because every time I read about the woodpecker or the sapsucker, it was just mainly like, oh, sometimes it'll give you news. Doesn't matter if it's good or bad, mm. but it's gonna give right. you news and you just gotta be prepared for it. And I was like, what do you mean be prepared for it? What do you mean? What am I doing? And I think Chola unfortunately got that like inkling a little too yeah, late. Yeah, she's like, something's gonna happen. I can't do, do anything you think, to stop it. Yeah, but she didn't also like do anything. Do you well, think she, she's like you the don't supreme? Know what it means it's gonna be. That's true. You know what I mean? That's true. Well, when he said like Powerball, I was like, oh, so she can clearly ask for things. We can all ask. Like we might not get what we want, but we can ask. <laughs> we'll continue our discussion, but first we'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsors that help bring Inside Marvel to you. That's right. We've been sponsored by Factor before, but we want to thank them again because they're sponsoring us today. And boy, are their meals good. Factor's ready-to-eat meal delivery takes the stress out of meal planning and sets you up for success in the new year. Skip the grocery stores, prep work, and cooking fatigue. Instead, get chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door with over 35 meals to choose from per week, including options like keto, calorie smart, vegan, and veggie, and more. Plus, over 55 weekly add-ons, you'll have a ton of nutritional and flavorful options to kickstart your resolutions. Skip the overpriced takeout trap. Factor is cheaper and way more delicious than takeout. Get chef, get chef-crafted restaurant-quality meals delivered right to your door. They're ready to heat and eat in just two minutes, which means more time for you. More time to watch Echo. Factor now offers loads of snack options like breakfast, smoothies, juices, snacks, and more to keep me going no matter what happens or what's on my schedule. And with offerings like Protein Plus and Keto, these can help you stay on track if you've got new diet goals in the new year. Factor has everything you need for a week of flavorful nutritional eats. So right now, head on over to factormeals.com breakroom50 and use code BREAKROOM50 to get 50% off. That's code BREAKROOM50 at factormeals.com slash BREAKROOM50 to get 50% off. Do it. And also be sure to check out nerdriot.shop where you can always grab the latest and greatest of new Rockstars gear. We have some Echo themed merch in the shop right now you can check out. Uh, I'm wearing one of them right now. Who's the monster? I'm the monster. Me. Maya. 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 You and I were a lot alike. Ew! I I gagged and I threw up in my mouth. Did you like that job I sent you? Ew, stop. Maya, you just need a job where you use your brain. I'm offering you something, Maya. It's a little Clint Eastwood. I think it's too good because it's making me fucking sick. A cat came in the other day with a body. It was a very dear friend of mine and he whirls me to have the cat back. Stop, you sound like him in Men in Black. Are we gonna have Kingpin and Ed in the same show? Yeah, I was like, sugar, sugar. 
I need sugar with water. More. How do you like this? <laughs> like this? Like this? Uh, you can also check out our Echo shirt that features the the word Echo and ASL with some bloody knuckles. Uh, awesome stuff. Support the channel and check out all of our great merch options over at nerdriot.shop. Are you ready? I shouldn't have done it. Evan's mad at me. Evan's mad at me. And then I couldn't stop thinking of Jessica. Jessica. I command you as your maker. As your maker, I command you. Um, So was Daredevil's appearance one and done? Do we think that Daredevil, Daredevil, do we think that Daredevil will appear again in the series or do you think it's done and then it's finished? I mean, I I think he'll come back again. No. You don't think so? It's May. He's in She-Hulk town. It's May. He's in She-Hulk town. Okay, give me me the timelines here. Yeah, so it's 2015 because he got, okay, so... Right when she when he breaks into the blah, 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 right uh, and he starts fighting her and she does that ballerina kick that I but that was during about. yeah that was way and that's it and he's wearing Melvin Potter five months from that time is May no five months from the shooting five, five months, months from, from they jump five months wait. after the shooting at Christmas time they jump yeah. five months so yeah. now and it's, that's, May and it's May twenty twenty five yeah and that's oh so he's about to go to New York yeah oh, I see what he's in New York because that was summertime. So spring to summer. Summer, summer, summertime. Spring to summer. But, but, don't, no, but we could have a time jump in the show, right? If they, in the final episode. They got two episodes left. Wrap up stuff and she goes back to, I mean, I don't They're expect gonna do a time Daredevil to show up in Oklahoma. That's not going to happen. No. Wouldn't that be weird? <laughs> Wouldn't that also, be so weird? I'd be like, get out. You're not allowed here. Also, allowed Wilson Fisk isn't allowed there. I don't like that he just like showed up and was like, I can be wherever I want. Yeah. I, I like, mean, I, I thought maybe that was a vision I don't know it how kinda real that was, was. Well, you it know, looked it looked green screen. Very green screen. It didn't it didn't look right. Didn't but I also didn't right. know if I didn't like it because he's no offense. He's just being weird with his hands. If you notice that scene, it's very I was like, Stop. He's always he's always kind of been weird with well, his hands. Well, he's like nervous yeah, yeah. and his elbow, his shoulders are to his ears. Well, I think it's because like, they were green screening it and they're like, keep your hands by your side so we don't have to like fill in this so weird wild. spot. Uh he's too busy doing men in black six. Um <laughs> that's so wild. No, I think it's gonna be one and done. Unlike She Hulk, where we're like we clearly know, like, I think it was You've been working back into the yeah, story. Yeah, you can work it back. And weird. also, yeah. they, she was like, just jumping out of the box. She was like, I can do whatever the fuck I want. And that's what happened. He just showed up by even plopped back in the uh, the scene. But uh, this is like- What about any other cameos for these final I, two episodes? Bullseye, bitch. Bullseye? I'm sorry. <laughs> Bullseye, would bitch. That be, would that be confusing for the audience? No! Stop! <laughs> And it's the same bullseye from yes, the Netflix. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I okay. think uh, I'm not joking. When me and Eric talked about it too, they're trinkling in little. They know. They know Disney MCU knows to bring in the Netflix uh, Daredevil. Right. Starting starting with Netflix Daredevil. Those shows were really well written. Like I'm sorry, season one Jessica Jones. They, they these were fun shows. Punisher was great shows. So they're gonna slowly just take their things, take what they like and they're gonna them. they're gonna take what they like. And I it's crazy to me because I'm like I didn't think they would take bullseye. I think they would just leave him because. Also, Bullseye got worked on by another character in the show. Mm. So you're incorporating that person as well. But if you're bringing in the Black Cartel that's literally his number one enemy, it just seems fun to bring in Bullseye to go against Echo. Okay. Those, because it's also like people keep being like, um, Eric was like, oh yeah, we're going to see the Baxter Foundation. I'm like, that will take away from Echo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Bullseye won't take away from Echo. Is they it a will Bullseye be really working good. for Wilson Fisk? I want it to be a Bullseye from the comic that is like on his own and just Trying to hey, get revenge. Wants to get revenge. Yeah. And that's what he was doing. He was just going after like, uh, well, he was named 
like Theodore Zorak or whatever in the comics, but I think that's Zane in this. Mm. The he was just going after him because Zane was just like a like a monster. Uh, I hope Zane's around for the next five Marvel projects. <sighs> I really enjoy for, honestly, Zane's energy. You know, Brad Wonderbomb said, "Oh, uh, he's uh, Kingpin's gonna be the Thanos," and I'm like, I kind of just want him to keep walking around in Marvel spotlight. If, if Kingpin's a Thanos, this is my Ebony Maw. Yeah, no, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I need him to be in. He's so good. What accent is he doing? You think? I is thought it like was, Eastern European. I thought it was. I was like, so like I, South Africa. I gave up and said it was like a British man born in Australia. <laughs> Maybe I was I so don't confused. Um, okay, here's here's my here's my Here you go. Uh, surprise cameo. Oh. That I think would, would maybe shock Ed, people. You better be serious. You know, there's been, you're talking about the, the Netflix stuff, and there's been a lot of hay made about like, oh, they, they're not bringing back uh, the actor who played Foggy, right? What if he you shows up at the Foggy? end of this? Foggy? Well, I, I didn't mean to say that in that Whether time. or not, I want I, it. People I like love, people love uh, the Foggy from Netflix. Or Karen. He, I mean, would that be a surprise? Because there was a big deal. Like, they're not in... They're not in Born Again. How how could they do this? Blah, 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 blah. But what if they secretly are and they've done a really good job covering up and we get like a little... Is Foggy still in politics or is he going back to being a lawyer? I think they would retcon that part yeah. of it and like take there's, him out of politics. There's little things that honestly after time will just be too big and you have to deal with it and you have to shrink it down. And that's one of those things yeah. you have to shrink down. Here's who it's going to be. It's going to be Wong. Prepare yourselves. Uh, here's a question for you, Jessica. Oh. Is Echo Marvel's most dangerous MCU character? And when I say that, I'm speaking about episode two when the train <laughs> blows up. Uh, that is a, a an it's act a, of terror. Yeah, it's an act of it's an act of terror. She she set a bomb in Oklahoma, mm -hmm. let it travel across the country on a train, dangerous. Uh, it arrives at a train station. She don't know who's there. She doesn't know who's gonna open the box. What if what if it got stopped by uh, customs? <laughs> Not that there's customs. Yeah, uh, the railroad. The Mr. Railroad. What if the train inspector one Can day I ask is you like, a hey, 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 this one's up for a random check. I'm gonna check uh, DX9 for no reason. I'm just gonna open this one box. Oh, Kaboom. my face! Kaboom. Um, can I ask you a question? Yeah. What's worse, a public execution or blowing up, <laughs> blowing up a warehouse of people? I mean, the public execution was done in a different country. And to be fair, and wait, when I didn't mean to say to be fair, that was not the right word to use. I'm just adding what this. What if neither are correct? No, 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 no. Right? Well, I meant to say, you know how many times bombs go off in New York City in the MCU? Like, New I'm York, sorry. New York gets it But rough. a yeah. public execution, that doesn't happen every that, They're day. both bad. I'm, I'm just saying, bad. if there's two, which one's the best? But lesson? I mean, like, more people died in the bomb going off. Well, look here. No one heard it. If it if the tree falls. <laughs> well, you know, this is Marvel's first Spotlight series, right? Yeah. And they have a chance to do something really interesting with this series, you know, allowing them to expand on more grounded real world themes mm. uh, in like bigger ways. Uh, things that, you know, you bring up Falcon and Winter Soldier, they kind of started talking about that, but they didn't really go into mm -hmm. it because that show had been changed so much because of the pandemic and they had to change storylines that were going to be on that show about a virus. They had to like completely cut them out. I feel so bad. So it's kind of like a last minute, whatever. And they mentioned Madripoor My and favorite Echo. Place. When we saw Madripoor and Falcon and Winter Soldier, these shows want to kiss. They're kissing. Um, the, they're, well, that's the thing. They're trying to stay as grounded as possible, right. which I love. I, I'm, I, you guys, come on. I love space And Vicky, too. I mean, we saw Vicky get a shot Woo! immediately yeah, no. and his blood just... Uh, uh, the first one I noticed, other than the guy getting pushed through the wall and his head slammed onto the ground, mm -hmm. is uh, when she's fighting in that den of drug, the drug den, the first, she first takes job. the guy's head and slams it on a table. Curb, imagine curb stomping, but yeah. vertical. He, she did that to the table and his teeth yeah. fell out. And I was like, oh, 
Also, they said, uh, what did he say? He said, Fisk, Fisk, tr- oh, yeah, loyalty. Like, uh, Fisk wanted to thank you for and your good work. And the guy goes, oh, I know that code word. In my breakdown, I said, that guy wasn't in on the joke. And I just kept going. And yeah. then he dives. Do you think those two were friends? Do you think they were get, just starting to get along? I don't know. Well, everything's like, fake. Uh, today's the day. They said the code word. Mm. Oh, my face. Oh. Uh, also, he jumps through, the goon jumps through the door to shoot one person. Yeah. And I was like, sir. Oh, bitch, This is why, this is why it's, this is your first mission after like eight <laughs> I years. I did like, I mean, <laughs> those two dudes being like, oh, this is who they sent to join us. Okay, it's your first mission. Oh, great. And they're like doing, and they're in there like, yeah, they're doing, they're like jumping around. And there's that one moment where one of them looks at her and is like, are you going to do something? Are you going to What are you doing? <laughs> arm wrestling people yeah. also okay. also did they not talk about this before? no and the choreography i love the choreography for echo there is i'm gonna stand up really quick stand i'm up. not gonna come out of shot i'm gonna stay in the shot okay and i think there's a hole in my pants so i won't stretch too much okay but there is a part in echo okay. that she straight up oh my god she's fighting daredevil yeah, yeah. and she holds it she oh holds yeah yeah it. she holds it and it goes and and she like him down. she like cocked her her foot Right? She like I, held her leg back and then like let it spring forward. They, that was badass. I was like, it was also, it was, it was so beautiful. The choreography in that six minute scene is good. so good. Daredevil is a real uh, Cox. Uh, Charlie Cox is clearly so like, yeah, I love doing this yeah, shit. I've been yeah. doing it forever. I did it for three seasons straight. Yeah. And Aqua Cox just showed up and was like, yeah. I'm ready. Watch me flip you over the. She's been doing martial arts her whole life. And the, in the comics, she did ballet to like actually like just make it like, mm, and that kick, I was like, this is the ballet. I like that little hold and then the let go of the kick. It was so it, that was That was a lot of the fun. The choreography is insane. These yeah. people work very freaking hard and I'm, that's why I'm addicted to like action yeah. movies. I'm like, And it oh. wasn't like CG, right? It was very nice to have like two physical characters having like a fight. The stunt coordinator, I think for this is Mark something. Oh my God, I can't, Mark something. And I think he also did the stunts for another Marvel property oh, okay. that was really good and organized like this. That's why. That's all I'm saying is I'm like, of course, close to home. Yeah. Um. Okay. And do we think that's what they're going for with this? Are, assuming we're gonna get more of these spotlight titles, which I hope we do. I do. Are they going for that like Netflix vibe? That like more gritty, more grounded. Yeah. Hand, hands punching each other. I think they're no like, laser eyes. <laughs> I think they're like us. Um, they're like everybody else. That's like we want to dabble in everything. Right. We don't want to just dabble in one thing. Um, I think the uh, greatest example, WandaVision, was mm-hmm. just so sad, but <laughs> so good and just so chaotic. And I think they want to dabble in more things like that, but it's kind of hard when it's not Scarlet Witch and Vision. Right. And so, that wasn't a show that was doing a ton of like fighting stuff, no. fighting, you know, the big battles at the end of that it show. It was just a woman like with a, a broken show. heart and understanding yeah. it completely. Yeah. Oh God. But I think they want to touch on those things and they want to make stuff that's more grounded. Cause you're also getting a lot of directors and writers that are like, I would also like to create something that speaks right. to me. <laughs> and with these shows, you know, a movie you have two hours, yeah, two and hours, 20 minutes to like tell your story. You got to pack it all in there. And that's where I want to see my big visuals and like, yeah. like crazy, yeah. like world threatening, universe threatening stuff. I don't necessarily want it on my TV shows always. Yeah, and when you true. have this time over several episodes to mm-hmm. tell a story and you could be a little more patient, yeah. have more grounded stories. You know, every Marvel thing doesn't need to be the end of the world. You know, yeah. we, we rag on Secret Invasion, but like that kind of just, big ending fight that it didn't need. I didn't it could have been a much quieter, gritty story. I was down with like Olivia Coleman's side of just right. like, oh yeah, this 
this is actually the scariest thing that she's torturing. Or like, <laughs> you know, if it's just, like, you know, it, it, it's just Nick Fury uh, yeah. trying to tell the world that there's scrolls hidden and no one will listen to him, right? Like yeah. something like that. Yeah, I'm excited to see what these Marvel Spotlight series can do. And I think that's all, I, I, I love it. I want them to keep doing it. I just do, I just do. I understand that Disney was probably like, hey, introducing these characters mm -hmm. on this platform was not the best way to do it. And right. when I say that, I was really upset at first when they were like, we're gonna drop Echo. And I was like, it's not gonna get a lot of people's attention because we only saw her in a series where she wasn't the main character. Right, right. So no, people that didn't read her in the comics are not just that interested. I was like, how are they supposed to be enamored with her? And this is what Marvel Spotlight's gonna start doing. It's gonna focus on these new characters and give them a grounded story, backstory. That way we can just shoot them off into the properties. And if you're like, oh, I don't wanna watch Marvel Spotlight, then that's fine. That's, that's completely fine. Yeah. This is for people that are gonna get into the new characters and they'll leave normal Normal Disney Plus and normal big movies, studio movies to the to the old the old ones, the old people <laughs> to the Guardians to the Guardians. But no, that is that is how I feel. I love Echo. Great, I'm excited for these next two episodes. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm scared. Um, PC and what what I do best is I like because we dissect the trailers mm -hmm. is seeing the pieces that we're missing. Yeah, and we're missing all that flashback of her as a child. The and I'm like, oh. Oh yeah, and the, then when, the ice cream man. Did you know there's um a bunch of deleted scenes from Hawkeye? I'm sure there are. Oh. <laughs> there's a bunch I'm of sure there are. There's a bunch of deleted scenes from Hawkeye and it's, I, I don't think it's this big of a note, but it's the scene of her as a child doing karate and Kingpin is like, let's go get ice cream. Your dad's yeah, gonna yeah. stay at work late. And I'm like, did he already? What is he doing? Is he already I, planning something? No, I think, you know, I, I take Fisk as the guy to use people until he, get everything he can out of him. I don't think from day one he was like, I'm gonna kill this guy. No, but do you think he, Do because in the comic books he was like, I don't even want this kid. And then when he realized it was a prodigy, mm. he was like, mm. but do you think in this story he's like, she reminds me of me. Like this could be my maybe, daughter. Maybe and he then, saw like, something in was her. Like, I need to get maybe this he, yeah, yeah, you know, he's he's hanging out with Vanessa, he's having a moment <laughs> and he's, oh no, we this is pre-Vanessa. We should have a child. This is pre-Vanessa and maybe he's in his feelings that day and he just saw Miracle on 34th Street and he's like, man, I want a kid. Oh, I really want a little. I w but then at the same time, he's probably like, I can't have my own kid because you know how that goes. Uh, Why can't he have his own? I killed my father. And oh, I'm not going to yeah. have a kid. Send around hammers in the house. I thought you were going to say that he's going to crush like Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> he would. He's like the whole. Vanessa, we can't do missionary. <laughs> You're just going to have to get on top, Vanessa. <laughs> Sorry. This Vanessa. is so hard for me. I got, I hired six goons to lift me up so I could be on top of you. Did you know there's a version They're gonna of- They're going to wear eye masks, Vanessa. We'll close in a second. There's a version of Blade uh, where Kingpin is that fat vampire that uh. got the electricity on them. And it's so funny. Go look up that comic book. It's just one comic book. It's so, they've just, it's so funny. And it's Kingpin and he's like, ah! <laughs> Get out of here. In this show, Jessica, please. Okay, and that's it for this episode of Inside Marvel. Don't forget to subscribe to all three channels in the new Rockstars Network. Uh, go follow this man at Grin and Barrick. Go follow this woman at Lulu underscore Clements. Thanks for watching. We'll see you later. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can check out our Breakroom live streams at BreakroomNR on Twitch at 3 p.m. Pacific. And don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. You can find us at BreakroomNR on Instagram and X. Thanks for listening. Later, Gators.